I'm carrying your love with me. West Virginia down to Tennessee. I'll be moving with the good Lord Speed. <laughs> carrying your love with me. Why don't you go ahead and spit that almond chocolate milk coffee drink all over the table? Okay. That poor woman showed up in her van that smelled like she had lived inside Nuh-uh. of no. a lit cigarette. No. It's okay. Uh, from DoorDash, bringing us our buttered, utter, dairy-free milkshakes. And she wanted to talk to me from her chimney, <laughs> where she told me that on the first round here, she spilled them all over her brand new purse that someone gave her. It was a $500 coach purse. She's like, it's on my $500 coach purse that I got for free. And I was like, oh, no, dang, that's terrible. She's like, yeah, it spilled everywhere. But while they was remaking it, I cleaned it up. It's all right. And I told them, put two of them on it there. Huh? She said, I told them, put two two of them drink holders because one of them's flimsy. Oh. Oh. <laughs> and then you're like. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Brain Dead. What if we started every episode with something ridiculous like a uh, a riddle? We do. It's not always a riddle, though. But it's always ridiculous. Well, that I mean, that's the name of the game. Yeah. Hey, what's something that you used to be super psyched about, but now you could go either way? How long ago? <laughs> I don't even know if I phrased it right. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Well, I do this thing where I just become obsessed with something. And the timeline varies from... No, 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 no. Not one of your hyper fixations. Because those come and go. Yeah. Is this not what you're talking about? No. Okay, then try again. You want me to just ask again? Yeah, ask it different. What's, what's something you used to be super stoked about, but now you're just not so sure? No, I don't understand. It's that, okay, the Freddy show? Yeah. Nick answered Cakes. Cakes said, what's something you used to be really stoked about, but now oh, you're not so sure? Oh, our friendship? Yeah, he said, our friendship. And then Cakes was like... A, Oh, and it was heart wrenching because he's such a sweet man. Uh, the American justice system. I was never stoked about that. That was <laughs> it's been in shambles since the day it was instated. Well, George Washington said not to do a two party system, and what did we do? We didn't listen to him. You know who our last third party elected president was? What? Pretty sure it was Abraham Lincoln. Is that milkshake supposed to have peanut butter in it? I don't know, but it has like Heath Bar in it. It's good. Yeah, it is good. It's got crunchies in it. Tasty treat. But I would like to make it known to everybody that my favorite president is Abraham Lincoln. Is it because you're really into top hats? No, but I'm sure that's why I am really into top hats. His hat is really ready for church because it's holy. That's rude. Is it? (laughs) It's too soon. He said going to the theater gives him a headache. (laughs) What do I do? I I open my heart to you and I tell you that my favorite president is Abraham Lincoln. And what is your response? To make fun of his untimely demise. Why is he your favorite president? He was a good dude. Tall. Honest. <laughs> Tall. That's that's it. That's it. The whole it. slavery thing. The whole slavery thing. <laughs> he had lots of good points. Lots of good points. A really good dude. You know, he grew his beard out because he got a letter from a little girl that said he looked scary without a beard. How kind. And he didn't want to appear scary to anybody, so he grew his beard out. Yeah, a good guy. You know, his top hat. You know the average American thinks about Abraham Lincoln at least once a day? You know where I got that statistic? Abraham Lincoln statue? Is it? Where'd you get it? 
the statistic. Did you hear what I said? Mm-hmm. Do I need to say it again? No. Where did you get it? Schmidt from New Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Miller. <laughs> Nicholas. <laughs> Nicholas. <laughs> Statistically speaking, the average American thinks about Abraham Lincoln at least once a day. Well, I obviously thought about him today. (laughs) Every time I think about Abraham Abraham Lincoln, it makes me think of that. And it's not every day, but it's certainly once a week. Yeah? Yeah. (laughs) I just made that Everybody, I just, I knocked my microphone down. He didn't just knock it down. He destroyed (laughs) the whole stand. Like, aggressively did that. (laughs) You barely touched it. And it went flying. I've had the same one for weeks. Months, even. And you're on your third. Yours was reprinted a couple weeks ago just because I thought it should probably be reinforced. But I have not broken it one time. I did break this thing, though. (laughs) (laughs) You break things you have no business touching. (laughs) <laughs> I felt really bad about it, if that makes it better. It definitely doesn't. I, I'm still holding a pretty serious grudge. That's what I thought. <laughs> you can tell by the fact that I remembered to take it down every single time I've looked at it, because <laughs> it definitely bugs me. You know what does bug me? What? So, let me get situated, since my microphone now no longer has a home for the <laughs> remainder of this particular show. So, like, six weeks ago, six weeks ago today, actually, because today is August 9th, 9th, 2022, for the aliens in the future that are uh, pulling this up to listen. Six weeks ago today, I took my truck to the shop at the dealership where I bought it. You hear that? That weird thing in my voice? Anger? No, 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 no. Do you hear, like, a weird tone? Yeah. That's what milk does. I I think that's not milk-free. Why do you sound like that? Have you never noticed that? No. I, because of that shake. It does this to my voice. I have to I have to swallow for that to go away. Please go get some water. Isn't that super weird? That's weird. <laughs> I've never heard that. It's done it for a long time. It turns me into a different person. It gives me milk throat. <laughs> <laughs> milk voice, whatever. <laughs> it's from uh, Mike and Molly. So I took it in there six weeks ago, and for six weeks I've been incredibly patient. Like, at one point, they're like, hey, sorry it's taken so long. We had five texts out this week with COVID. I'm like, Groovy, I understand. Catch up. Get to me as soon as possible. And they, they're like, all right, cool. Thanks for being understanding. We appreciate it. We'll get to it ASAP. Well, that was three weeks ago, man. And uh, they've had the part since then. Yeah. I called Friday and effectively went, hey, I've been calling you twice a week going, hey, get my truck in the shop. I've been very kind. I've been very patient. Um, I'm done. And they're like, what do you mean you're done? I'm like, Tuesday is going to be the six-week mark. Tuesday, we will have a problem if you're not working on my truck. They said, we totally understand, Mr. Pace. We got you. We understand. I said, I hope you do. So I call yesterday just to double check. Hey, is it in the the shop yet? And they're like, no, it's not in the shop yet. I'm like, remember, tomorrow is the day I'm going to be an issue. They said, we understand, Mr. Pace. So I called today. And the lady that I've been talking to picks up the phone, and she's like, no, it's still not in the shop. I went, okay, here's the deal. It's time for you guys to do your job. Six weeks is an unreasonable amount of time to have my vehicle. I agree. She said, I agree. I said, I hope so. Uh, So it's time for you guys to step up your game and do it. Because not three months ago, I wrote you a big fat check to buy that truck. So you can take some time and fix it since you sold me a broken truck. 
She said, well, you know, we had the people with COVID. I'm like, I, I understand that, but also not my problem. Yeah. I paid for a truck. I paid for a warranty. You're getting paid to do this. You're not waiting on a check. As soon as you finish it, you will get paid. That's just how this works. Yeah. You're going to get paid with a card on the spot. You're going to get Are they giving you, like, are they making you do an hourly thing? An hourly thing? Yeah. Like hourly rate? Yeah. I mean, yeah, all labor in a shop is- Yeah, is, I know, but are they making you, for the time you've they've had to wait, or is it just time that it's up? Oh, no. If they try to charge me for the time they wait, I'd go up there and fight somebody. That's what I thought, but I'm asking what you think they're going to do about no, that. No, 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 no. They're just hanging on to it. And so when I go up there to pay, I'm going to be like, I need to know what incentives I get for you being poorly managed and messing with it's my resources. It's also a dealership, so you kind of know what you're getting into at that point. Yeah. Well, I know that I paid them over, well, I paid them a bunch of money for a truck. Like, listen, I went to get my um, oil changed the other day, and I have not an old car. It's just a little bit older, so the computer system's just out of date a little bit. And there's nothing wrong with the car. It starts, and it gets me places, and it's fine. But <laughs> it's fine. the electrical, like, the locks don't always work when I tell them to, so I have to manually unlock <laughs> them. And I don't even mind that. I don't care. I think it's a fun, quirky little thing my car does. But... It also, like, it's like your airbag's broken, but, like, it's not. And then it's like, hey, your tires are out of air, and it's not. And it just is that way. <clears throat> so when I took it to get my oil changed, the guy was like, hey, like, your car said that your tires were low. So we checked them, and they're not. And I was like, yeah, it's a computer issue, and I will not be taking it to the dealership because we both know that that is a waste of time and money. And this really old, good old boy was like, yeah, you don't need to take your car to a dealership. You're right. Just live with the low tire pressure sign. And I was like, I will be. Thank you. For sure. Yeah. So she's like, I'm sorry, Mr. Pace. We understand. I'm like, no, you don't understand. I've been inconvenienced for six weeks. And here's what you need to know. I made one payment on this truck before I gave it back to you guys. I'll be making my second payment on it Thursday since you've had it. Second since you've had it. That means three total. You've now had my truck longer than I've had my truck. Get on the ball. She I says, hate that you have to pay for it when you're not even getting to drive it. Right. I should be able to take a pause. So she says, all right, I'll tell the service manager to call you. I'm going to leave a note on his desk. I said, how about, how about we don't do that? Because in the entire six weeks that you've had my truck, every time you've said, I'm going to have him call you back, he hasn't called me. So today, don't just leave him a message. Put a picture of my work order on his desk and tell him Mr. Pace expects a call right now. She said, well, he's at lunch. I'm like, I don't believe you. I think he's avoiding my call. <laughs> so get him on the phone as soon as possible. I'll be expecting the call. She's like, all right. We'll, we'll get it done. Yes, sir. I was like, thank you. Bye-bye. Get off the phone. A little while later, my phone rings. Service manager. I pick up the phone. I said, hello. And he's like, hey, Mr. B slow talking guy. Let's get that out of the gate. He is a slow talking guy. I Very said, Southern. He is. I picked up the phone. He goes, hey, Mr. Pace, I got an update for you right now. I know I haven't had any updates for you, but I finally got an update for you. Let me give you that update real quick if that's okay. I went, go for it. That's how he was talking to you? That's how he answered the phone. <laughs> he was like, oh, crap, this guy that's been ridiculously nice and patient for six weeks and has just been like, no, I totally understand, was not joking. So I said, what's going on? He's like, well, uh, the update is every bay in the shop is full right now. But the next time one opens up, it's yours. Your truck's going in. I said, so there's nothing else before my truck? He said, no, sir. I said, there better not be. He said, do what? I said, it's been there longer than any other vehicle sitting in your lot. If you think I haven't driven through and taken pictures of all the work tags, 
you're lying to yourself. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, oh, I said, yeah, I know what cars are there to be worked on. Said your receptionist. Oh, I forgot to say this part. She told me that when the people were out with COVID, four new transmission jobs came in. And I said, I don't care about those jobs because my parts were already there. My truck was already there. I don't care about those. You need to work on mine first. It was there first. The parts were there first. They can go behind my truck. Mm-hmm. She's like, I understand. So I tell him this. And he's also, like. Also, she has no control over that either. She was just. Oh, she's she's not just the, commu- the, or the community service. She's not just customer service. She's a tech. Oh. Yeah, the girl I was talking to, she she actually works on the vehicles. Just like mm-hmm. just Never like mind. just I tried like, to defend her. I was no, wrong. her and the dude are both actual service techs. They work on vehicles. They take turns at the front desk, but they both work on vehicles. Um so he's like, I totally understand how much you want your truck back. I said, I don't think you do. Because if you did, I'd have my truck back. I I do believe. <laughs> And he's he's like, well, and he tries he tries to break the tension. He's like, well, we just think it looks so good sitting behind our shop. It makes a lot look better. I'm like, you know what look better with my truck in it? My driveway. <laughs> he just I don't know. I really like the prime parking spot that I'm getting recently. <laughs> <laughs> you do you you get an A plus drive uh, parking spot recently? Yeah, I have. You've always been welcome to park behind my truck. If we got to go somewhere, we'll take Jessica's car or your car. I know, but. It's, I don't care whose car I park behind. I just like parking in the front. <laughs> like, it, you know. I'll reserve your spot Well, normally, Tuesdays. Normally when I get here, I used to get here before you. You did. What happened? Is it just traffic? Yeah. it's School starts back. Yeah. And it's been a little bit crazy. It'll settle out, but. Yeah, eventually. Yeah. It, just give it a couple months. <laughs> just a Let c- winter break come in. Just a couple months. <laughs> Wait until it gets cold. But today I did go eat. And then I was going to drive here and eat it, but then I just ate up my car. <laughs> and then I called you because we noticed you were at the house, and I'm like, we're getting Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, you could have said nothing, and I would have still just gone into your house. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's why you have a key. <laughs> so I'm talking to this guy, and he's like, we totally understand what you don't totally understand. He's like, well, Mr. Pace, we want you to have your truck back as much as you want to have it. No. I said, absolutely not. <laughs> He's like, well, tell you what, we'll get back to you as soon as it was worked on. I said, this is what I want from you. This is what I expect from you. The next time my phone rings and it's you, it's going to be you calling me because you're the one in charge of it. You're the service manager over mine. You're going to call me. He said, it should be in there no later than Thursday afternoon. I said, so the next time my phone rings with this dealership's number on it, you will be the one on the other side and you're going to be telling me Thursday that it's in the shop. He said, that's the plan. I said, I don't want a plan. I want you to just do your job. Tighten up and get it done. He said, yes, sir, Mr. Pace. We'll get it done quickly. And I'm just not, when I was younger, I was more aggressive. I'm just not as aggressive nowadays. I prefer. That's what happens as we age. I guess. We mellow out. Yeah. I prefer peace. You know what? What? It's because I'm older than you. (laughs) You know, I remember being you and thinking that. No, no, no. It was so long ago. Joseph. No less than 100 lives. Joe. It's been so long. Joe Pace. You know, I, remin- I reminisce on the day that I got that ankle tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were there. I remember having an iPad and drawing it myself and all that stuff. <laughs> Please. So we went over Emily and Scott's house recently. That's some close friends of ours. 
uh, and played music with Scott. Because last Friday, Emily surprised Scott with a mandolin because he and I had been talking about doing some musical stuff together. And she bought him a mandolin so that he and I could play together. On the same day, I had a customer show up at my office and give me a banjo. Did he give it to you? Yeah. Well, okay. So he, he like old man gave it to me. I know. He, that's what I was saying. I thought you had some clarification. So he old man gave it to me, which means he's like, why don't you borrow this for a while, Joe? And I said, no, nah, I, I don't like to borrow. He's like, oh, go on and borrow it, Joe. It ain't going to hurt nothing. I'm like, nah, I don't borrow. He's like, well, it's going to look better in your music room than it is in my closet. I hadn't touched it in years. I'm like, nah, I don't, I don't borrow. He's like, all right. And this goes on for about 10 minutes. And I, I say something to the effect of, no, nah, I just don't. He's like, it's available if you want. I said, okay. He goes on to say, let me go grab something out of my car. He goes outside, brings in a little silver goldish thing in his hand. I'm like, what is this? And he hands it to me. He said, it's my pacemaker. I said, do what? <laughs> he said, it was inside me for nine years. This is my pacemaker I had to have replaced. I said, no joke. He said, yeah, I got a picture of it. I'll show you in a minute. Um he shows me this pacemaker and, and I'm holding it. Ew. He said, yeah, I had to have a new one. No, it's, he said it's got some stuff around it. So it, it whatever, it was clean when I got it. So, <laughs> that doesn't matter. It matters to me. <laughs> Let me live in my blissful ignorance. Let me bathe in the silence of lack of knowledge. I would love to live without clarity. And I don't need you making me feel bad about it because it's gross. Let me just, I'm showered and washed my hands. Anywho. Hopefully more than once. <laughs> At least once. It's been a week. So, <laughs> so he goes on to go, you know, uh, I've only got one kidney now. I'm like, that's crazy. He's like, yeah, the other one just died on me and they had to take it out. It's like my liver's not acting right and they think my cancer's come back. And I'm like, oh, this dude is dying and trying to give me this, but he's doing it the old man way. Like, I don't want to say you can have it. Side note, my papa, who's like 91, his kidney was failing. And they were like, and you know why he knew? He was a little bit tired. So they went to the doctor and he was like, oh, you know, it just is what it is. You're 90 years old. And they're like, what's the chance of it coming back and, like, functioning again? And they're like, well, if you were younger, it would probably. But since you're so, like, you're such old old man, it's not going to. <laughs> um, at his next appointment, guess what? Kidney working great. Fully functioning. <laughs> <laughs> because no one's more stubborn than my family. He said, you know what's going to survive? Me. You know. <laughs> We are the champions. He's going to outlive me. He's going to outlive all of us. He could beat me in a foot race and I'm 30. (laughs) Him with his wait till your grandmother leaves the room so I can put more butter on the biscuit cell. (laughs) So when I was younger and I would spend the night over there in the summer, she has him walking every day. They go on walks every single day down up and down their street. And if you were there, you were on the walk. It wasn't a question. You were going. This was pre, I knew I had asthma because I just thought I had really bad allergies. (laughs) I'm like heavy fat kid breathing. And he's like, come on. (laughs) I was like, right now? I can't hear that much. (laughs) No, like I was like fat kid breathing, asthmatic, heaving. And he's like, well, come on. <laughs> we got to get home so we can get an ice cream sandwich. <laughs> how You said he's 90, right? 91. 91. And how old were you at this time? Like 10? Yeah. 
So he was eighties. What was that? Was it you? That just came out of my throat. <laughs> my, my inner child apparently has the screams. I, not that any of you that listen to this know who I am personally. Not that I've talked about it before. But I like to 3D print. And the thing that was on my printer today is a form-fitted. Let's just drop that ring so everybody hears <laughs> Play with this one. It makes no noise. Okay. I'll put these down. <laughs> the one that I printed today is a <laughs> uncrustable press, basically. That's, I uncrustables can't, still have crust. Well, just so we're clear, this is not uncrustables because copyright. <laughs> <laughs> Recrustables. That's right. Recrusted. Some, this is a some crustable. <laughs> <laughs> so it makes something similar to an uncrustable. And, and um, Jess and I got to talking about it, and she's like, this will make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches so easy. I'm like, or, or roast beef and cheese. Ew. No, well, I'm not going to eat that, but she likes roast beef sandwiches. Oh. Or like uh, breakfast pockets, mm. DIY hot pockets. We can put pizza in there and then just like throw it in a toaster or put it in a griddle and cook it. Grilled cheese. That's right. Well, that would not be a grilled cheese. This would just be a pocket of cheese. Cheese packets. Cheese bucket. Cheese. <laughs> I was on the way, but I was slower than you. <laughs> That's always been the case. Because you're an older model. <laughs> exactly. That's what I've been saying. No, I just mean you're you're a new build, but you're made with old stock. <laughs> That's why your knees give out on you so much. Yesterday you're at 20. work. <laughs> yesterday at work. Um I was talking to Lindsay and I was like I, I was with young people all day Saturday, and I've never felt older. And she was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, they were talking to me, and they were saying words, but I didn't understand why. What were they talking they about? They were in that order. Like, their vernacular is just something different. It changes all the time. Like, I don't get it. And you, she, you've never really gone through that since I've known you. I know. You've I've always, always used been sensible old. words. And so when I'm with people who are young and and act it, it's just Hip. a shocking thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you like <laughs> you ha- you like to hang I out with people. I say groovy unironically. Like, so do I. Yeah. <laughs> daily. You like to hang out with people that need a hip, not people that are hip. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Hey, um, tell but, me what music you listened to this week. Oh, I made. I'm starting my Halloween playlist. <gasps> Ah, it's going to be so good this year. The 4th of July is over. That means it's Halloween season. I know. It's going to be so good this year. Like, I don't, I'm I'm not doing anything that's just blatantly Halloween. I'm going to be doing solid Christmas music. I'm so excited. I'm telling you, November 1st is Christmas. I don't care about Thanksgiving. That's just practice to see who you're going to fight at Christmas. (laughs) I'm so excited about this. Can you hide it? I cannot. You just hide can't it. hide I'm it. I'm so excited. I just cannot hide it. Hey, you keep doing this. I'm gonna go get that banjo. Okay. I'm looking. Oh no, that's the wrong one. All right. This is just to give you a little taste. Oh, 
That's probably enough to get us sued. Oh, my word. <laughs> this is the banjo. Also, I got this on there. I'm so sorry. How dare you disrespect Halloween? This is grounds for Listen. friendship breakup. Do it. <laughs> Do it. I ain't scared. I'm hurt, but I ain't scared. <laughs> this is redneck Halloween. This is hillbilly Halloween. Here's somebody offended. play banjo like this. Because I can't play like that because my fingers are messed up. That's a banjo, everybody. That's my free banjo. Okay. So my Halloween playlist is going to be fantastic this year. <laughs> Play us the second song. I've got this on there. That's high quality. Got this on there. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Is this a joke? Twilight Zone? Yeah. That's how I feel. I'm going to stop. You seem to be genuinely irritated with me. Wait, that's the wrong thing. If you don't know what that song is from that, then we cannot be friends. It's a good song. <laughs> it's very much the stuff that I listen to when I'm by myself. You know what I haven't done in a while? What? Listen to a lot of music. You know why? Why? I don't have a vehicle. Oh. If I don't have it back by next Tuesday, it's going to be on the episode. I'm going to name people. <laughs> Just letting y'all know. I don't but care. I want you all to know that it's entitled Halloween, and I'm going to be adding to it for the next month and a half. Until it's the only thing I listen to. It's already 47 minutes long and I started it this morning. Have you added any to my playlist? Probably since you've lost your car. What do you mean probably? <laughs> Have you not thought about me in six weeks? <laughs> <laughs> Rude. What? Hateful. I'm sorry. I'm going to call my mom. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm going to call your mom. No. <laughs> it's... Um, 11 hours long, Joe. It's 11 hours long? Yes. My playlist? Yes. That'll make it one week. <laughs> one. Speaking of moms, my mom is relatively close. She's like 35 minutes away. Guess why? Why? Oh, look at that. You're pretending you don't know. My sister had a baby. What? Cutest little baby in the world, except my babies. My babies are my babies, so they're number one. And number one. Because <laughs> I have two babies. <laughs> They're number one and number two. You guess which is which. Do you want me to? Nope. <laughs> nope. I sure don't. Let me. Mm. I'll be right. I'll cut this part out, but go ahead. Okay. Number one is me and number two is Brianna. <laughs> am I right or am I right? I like that I thought you were going for my kids, but, <laughs> but you went for my older kids. <laughs> I like to keep you on your toes. So my sister had one of those little people. Yeah. 
it just popped out of her body. They had to surgically you, remove it from her little body. Yes, because <laughs> her body's so little. She's like five one, man. Yeah. So we go up there the day the baby's born. She's like, "Please come see my baby." I said, "Okay." So my family goes up there, and the kids have to stay downstairs in the waiting room. And I go up there, my wife and I, and I'm holding the baby, and I notice every time she like moves her face certain ways, her skull is moving. Because she's fresh and everything's not like gross, all grown together yet. But I don't remember seeing my kid's skulls move, but I could see it through her scalp, like her little skull plates just like shifting around. And Jess was like, "Yeah, because she's a C-section baby. Her head just looks different. It wasn't squished." Yeah. So I was, was a C-section baby, but I got stuck, so my head was still squished. Where did you get stuck, Sarah? Well, I was trying to go out, and then I was kind of twi- turned around a little bit, <laughs> and my head was in there for a long time. So you've never been great with directions. No. <laughs> no, I haven't. But they had to emergency remove me so I didn't die or was, kill my mommy. Well, I'm yeah. glad they did. Yeah, me too. I like you and your mom. <laughs> so what else is on that playlist? Well, my Halloween playlist is fantastic, and you can seek it out on your own. But I've been listening to The Pixies. You know the Pixies? Yeah. What song? Where is my mind? It's in your head. Continue. St. <laughs> <laughs> Paul and the Broken Bones. What song? song called Call Me. Young the Giant, Mind Over Matter. Lenny Kravitz, American Woman. Because come on. Nirvana, Come As You Are. Green Day, When I Come Around. And the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Other Side. Because even though scar tissue's on that album, and I really love scar tissue, why are you calling me? You just said call me. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, even though um, scar tissue's on that album, and it's a really good song, and Californication's on that album, which is another really good song, uh, this one's my favorite. So the old man leaves it with me, and uh, I'm like, you know what? We're extra chaotic today. Yeah. I said, you know what? I may just go ahead and take that banjo. I'll take it home and fix it and, you know, put some new strings on it. He's like, no, 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 no. I'm not asking you to do any of that on it. I'm like, well, I'm going to make it really where it's a really good playing instrument. So if you wait at least two months to ask for it back, you'll get it back in better than the condition you're giving it to me. And he's like, okay, all right. I'm like, I'm only going to spend six bucks on parts because he was really worried I was going to have to buy some stuff. And he didn't want me to do that. So now there's a banjo and I played it for a moment. Mm. Not well, but I did play it. Are you going to learn how to play it? I'm planning on learning how to play the banjo. Because Scott got his mandolin. Yeah. And he came. Are going to start a bluegrass band? So, sort of. Yeah. Uh, We have decided we have a, I don't know what you'd call this, fourth standing couples date. Yeah. Where on Fridays we're going to. Where I'm consistently invited. (laughs) You haven't been. Yeah. Yeah. Because Mm -hmm. your wife keeps texting me. What's she say? You're going to come over to my house? Are you coming? I don't know. I kind of want you to. Okay. So Gavin and I, Gavin, nope. love you, Gavin, but I'm talking about Scott. So Scott and I were playing Friday, a song called The Fox a by Nick. You Nickel. said Gavin again. Scott and I were playing a song called, I love Gavin. I got Gavin on the brain. He <laughs> hold texted. Hold on, hold on. You didn't let me finish. <laughs> you didn't so, let me finish. No. I'm the one telling a story, so mini me. Friday, the day that Scott received his gift. Received it? The day that Scott received his gift. Um, I was supposed to come over, and I was not planning on it. Yeah. And then I was in the shower, and your wife was like, are you coming to my house? And I was like. I got to do laundry. No, I said, <laughs> I'm in the shower. <laughs> but maybe. <laughs> and so, then I came over. So the, he was like, 
all right, teach me a few chords on the mandolin. And so I showed him a few, and he said, what's the song you're going to play? And we look at this song called The Fox by a group called Nickel Creek. Nickelback? No. <laughs> Nickel Creek. Nickelback? And it's a really good song. It's very bluegrassy. One of your kids just fell down. I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a very good song, but it's very, very, very simple, like four chords in the whole song. Actually, it may be three. Uh, and so we played this for a while. Actually, you know what? I'm probably going to get an ad. I got a, I got a YouTube ad because YouTube is the devil. Do, do, do. Very bluegrassy. These guys deserve promotion. And we played that for a while, and I sang the high harmony, and he was playing his mandolin, and so I gave him a mandolin hanger so he could hang it up at the house, which means I had to reprint my ukulele hanger because they're the same thing. So there it is. Yeah. So we did that Friday, and we played until our fingers hurt, and I've been playing for 18 years, so we played for a while. <laughs> and then uh, we ended up at their house the next night after we all went tubing and played until our fingers hurt. And then I was very tired, so I didn't have social graces. So when I was done, I just set my guitar down, got up and walked out of the room. Like, just not fast either. Just wandered off. <laughs> I ended up sitting. I have no experience with that. I've never done that before, ever. <laughs> not me going, you leaving? <laughs> I'm tired of you calling me out when I'm trying to slip away. I don't want you to leave. Well, You're call like, me later, okay? <laughs> don't. But we don't. We, I don't ever call you and I was like, "Hey, you coming over?" That what? What am I going to talk about? We. I don't know. <laughs> I don't have things to talk about. I'm a boy. The only I person I ever call on the phone for any other reason other than like a task needs to be completed is Blakely. That makes sense. Best friends get a special spot. Yeah. But like. Even then, like she FaceTimed me Friday because we normally hang out Fridays. But if I work, we don't see each other for the, until the next week because we're grown ups with jobs, <laughs> lives, and stuff. And Almost she, like she's married or something. I know. <laughs> so she FaceTimes me and she shows me this Lego set that she and Tyler bought at Target. That's pretty cool. And it's like a Chamber of Secrets Lego set. And Tyler's, like, ripping into the box like an animal on this FaceTime call. And I'm like, that's nasty and disgusting, just <laughs> like you are. <laughs> and then she shows me this desk that she bought because she's going back to school for an English degree because she's super smart and amazing. Very cool. And then she's like, look at my desk. Look at my husband building a child's toy. Same time next week. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I wanted. And then off. she texts me a picture like two hours, not even like an hour. You take later. breaks like you're done with your story, and then I try to intervene, and you're like. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> she texts me like an hour later with a photo of the completed Lego set. He <laughs> was doing good if he did it like an hour later. That's it was a child's good. toy, Joe. Well, no, there's like Lego competitions, man. I know, but it was a child's toy. I didn't say competitions, right? I think I said competitions. <laughs> I was gonna let it go. <laughs> I meant to say competitions. Okay. So, <laughs> so I wonder. And anyway, off. so like <laughs> <laughs> you're the worst. <laughs> 
So I wander off, and I end up upstairs where Jess and Emily are sitting in the floor looking through pictures of Emily as a smaller person. You my... left Scott in the room by himself? He was jamming with his mandolin, and I was very tired. I can't be held accountable for what Sleepy Joe does. He's not a real person. I thought they were all in there, and you just like walked to the kitchen no. or something. The girls were upstairs. The kids were in bed. My children and one of their children was in their bedroom laying on the floor watching a show. And it was me and Scott playing guitar and mandolin, sitting there reading off his iPad and doing music. And, uh, well, we were doing our best. And it just, I, I ran out of energy and I wandered off and found my way upstairs and wandered, wandered into the end bedroom where I heard the girls talking. And then I just like sat in the floor. And then they asked me some stuff and I contributed the conversation and then brought up stuff about my mom because it was relevant to the conversation. And Emily was like, stop, I'm going to cry. And I went, okay, I'll stop. I want you to cry because crying is not what we aim for. Sometimes when you're tired, you just murder the vibe by accident. <laughs> I told you I cannot be held responsible for sleepy joke. The amount I'm of times like... I've been over here and we're just like kind of chilling and then you're just like. Hey, you want to hear something traumatic? You want to hear something extremely heart-wrenching? <laughs> no? Well, I'm going to do it anyway. I don't know that I'm doing... Like, I, I don't... Uh, you accidentally just... It's not heart-wrenching to me. Destroyed the vibe. It's not heart-wrenching to me. Well, that's probably more heart-wrenching than the stories. <laughs> why? What do you mean, why? Why? Why is the sad thing that happened to you not being sad to you not sad? Yeah. It is... Why? Because it's a sad thing that you don't find sad. Because it happened and there's no changing it. I know, but it's still sad. I mean, I wish it had 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 happened. I mean, I wish things hadn't happened the way they did, but they did. I mean, it's still sad because they like you. But I'm fine. Well, I just talk about the sad stuff sometimes when it comes to me. So I guess at some point I should get to the topic that I was We're wanting to talk about. Literally forty minutes in. I said at some point. That's wild. Would you like? I'll just breeze through it. Okay. So, in the spirit. How did 40 minutes go by? Carefully. Why do I feel like we haven't spoken? Because we've only been speaking. That's the thing. No, no. Like, I mean, I feel like I haven't seen you, and I've seen you several times in the past four days. The only time I haven't seen you. I saw you Friday, Saturday, Sunday. The only time I haven't seen you is yesterday. When did you see me Friday? I was at your house. Are you sure were? Uh Uh-huh. That's true. (laughs) And then I saw you Wednesday. I saw you Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and today. It does feel like it's been a while. But I feel like I haven't seen you. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. That's stupid. All right, guys, it's time for me to get to the meat and then potatoes. Uh, yeah, and then we'll get to the potatoes and the carrots afterwards. Well, I only like to eat potatoes and carrots. Well, I need to finish out my season to some extent okay. <laughs> with some meaning. Wait, how many are we doing? I don't know. This will probably be my last one for this season. You then, think? Yeah. How many have we done? I don't know. I think this is number six or seven. Oh, okay. So Yours went by faster than mine did. No, it didn't. You sure? Yeah, because when you were doing all the work, it went by real fast for me. <laughs> you were having to come like up with stuff, and all I was two doing. Months of my life. It feels like it's been a while for me. Yeah, does this it? season has been very long. It's for exhausting me. having to do the re- like. I don't like that's doing my it research. Every week, you know? I don't either. 
So we're, we're gonna, the next season is just going to be hooliganry. Also, we're going to start recording, and we're going to try to cut the episodes back to forty minutes or less for YouTube. For YouTube, yeah. Because we're going to broadcast. Can you can you try to harmonize? I have milk throat. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> <The> milk mouth. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go broadcast, which means you should go broadcast. No. Yeah, that would be a harmony. I don't want to. Broad, broadcast. <laughs> Just harmonize with yourself. Broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's like going, listen to me whistle and hum at the same time. Can you do that? I hate that. That's not a happy. The other day, me and Emma were walking on the sidewalk, and I accidentally stepped on a little beetle, and I said, oh, no, I just killed that creature, and then she made fun of me. Well, the feelings are valid. <laughs> I may not care about a beetle, but I'm not going to step on one around you because I don't want to really hurt your feelings. Well, I felt bad. It's in its house. That. It's in its house. <laughs> the world. <laughs> it's like if some giant just removed the roof of my house and stomped on me. Scott was driving the van to go to the church field and pick up all the youth the other day. And he was like, ooh, look, a bunny. And then right as he said it, it was just like, <gasps> let me see if I can jump under the wheel. And it did. <gasps> did he kill the bunny? Yeah, and he felt real bad about it. Because it was entirely unintentional. He was just driving and it was like, whoa, bus. I was driving and a bird ran into me. I was. And I felt sad for it. I was riding a motorcycle and a bumblebee hit me in the face. (gasps) Did it hurt? It left a whelp. (gasps) It hurt so bad. Did it sting you with its butt? It died. It hit me so hard it exploded on my face. (laughs) it's okay to laugh at that but i was going like 70 and it just went (laughs) hold on let me make a smack sound it made a noise like this (laughs) as as it just demolished my cheekbone okay quickly ladies and gentlemen let's go to the meat and potatoes and maybe a few carrots and a onion or some celery my dad used to tell me if i ate so many carrots i would turn my hair red you ate a bunch of carrots didn't you (laughs) as i was eating carrots he'd be like if you eat too many of those it'll turn your hairs red what color were they at the time? Red. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't Karen supposed to help your eyesight? Um, yeah, but I think that might be an old wives' tale. I know, but just just for the sake oh, of- Oh, because uh, I'm blind? Well, just for continuity's sake. How old am I? 30. How old are you? 20. Do I wear glasses? No. Do you need glasses? Yeah. Is your old prescription not good enough anymore, so you need a new prescription? Uh-huh. It's going to suck when you don't get to see me anymore. <laughs> So out but of I focus instead of me so just being much. instead of me just being generally out of focus like upstairs, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be visually out Only of focus. Only one light on up there. <laughs> but this time lights you won't on, even be able to, home. You won't even be able to see the lights. You'll just be like, I'll see a lot at the distance. <laughs> because when you go blind. Why you a young British boy? <laughs> please, sir, can, can I, I have some more please? carrots? I just turned into Oliver Twist. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy, this is a chaotic episode, isn't it? Okay. People that change the world. Today, we are talking about the father of the modern industry by the name of... Joe Engelbert. What a great guy. (laughs) Swell guy, even. But it's a good joke. It's a great joke, even. But not right right now. now. You mean... You mean my father didn't single-handedly fund the modern industry of vehicular transport? Where are you going? (laughs) I dropped the ring on the floor. <laughs> a man by the name of... Henry Ford? Yes. 
I was hoping you'd get it, considering I told you a little while ago. <laughs> Born July 30th, 1863, died April 7th, 1947. Did you just get a chill or something? Yes, I did. All right. Just carry on. <laughs> he was an American industrialist industrialist, business magnate, founder of the Ford Motor Company, and chief developer of the assembly line technique of mass production. Um, they use his assembly line technique in everything. In everything. Because it's very good. It took the time it took to produce a vehicle down from over 12 hours to one hour and 33 minutes, mm-hmm. start to complete. Yeah. Uh, also helped that his vehicle was the number one selling vehicle in the world. Let me tell you something. Tell me something right now. There's one thing I I'm love. just kidding. I don't want to let you. More than anything. <laughs> And it's efficiency it Joe and a plan. Mm. And he did it, baby. He did. <laughs> me and him, we're going to hang out is what you're saying. Oh, my goodness. You're like, I'd love to feed that man a carrot. <laughs> I love an efficient plan, and I love a good execution of an efficient plan. He was an anti-Semite, so you're not going to hang out crinkle. with him. Did you hear me? Because I'm Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't have hung out with him because he'd have been like, dying. Sinner. <laughs> Sinner. Yeah. No, he was anti-Semite. He was just like, <laughs> no more of you. You should just be gone. <laughs> just be gone all the Yikes. way. But what a plan. What a guy. <laughs> it's like, you know what? I can see past I designed it for the, the plan. assembly line. What if we put Jews on here? <laughs> oh, my word. Take that out. <laughs> I'm just saying. He was the anti-Semite, not me. <laughs> <laughs> Joseph. <laughs> Okay, his induction introduction of the Ford Model T uh, revolutionized transportation and the American industry. As the Ford Motor Company owner, he became one of the richest and best-known people in the world. He's credited for a term called Fordism, which is mass production of inexpensive goods coupled with high wages for workers. If you make a bunch of it at a low price, you can pay the people who are making it more money. Big money. His dad gave him a Lots pocket watch. Lots of stuff, watch. big money. That's right. If you make a bunch of cheap stuff real fast, if I spend a quarter and sell it for a dollar, I've made 75 cents. And if I can do that eight times a minute, I make a lot of money. When he was 12 years old, his dad gave him a pocket watch. And at 15, he was dismantling and reassembling timepieces of friends and neighbors dozens of times, gaining the reputation as the watch repairman in the neighborhood. By the way, not a big fan of the word neighborhood. Why? I don't like how it's spelled. Oh, have you seen? It's a TikTok video. He's like, <laughs> he's like, man, have you seen any reason to keep a pee in pneumonia? And the dude's like, whoa, why is it a pee in pneumonia? And then his buddy goes, man, it's like a pee in pterodactyl. Why is it a pee in pterodactyl? And the dude in the driver's seat, driver's seat is like, man, did that pee in pterodactyl don't get the heck out of here. <laughs> And they're like serious about stuff. Dude in the back goes, "What about that K and Knuckles?" <laughs> they just lose it laughing at this. Because he came out with a symbol Knuckles. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen that TikTok. I haven't. I got a different thing happening on you my. You have seen it because I sent it to you months ago, but you have forgotten things. Guess what? Carrots don't help memory. I see. Exactly. All they do is bleach your brain and your head. And your sweater, apparently, because it's very red. Well, carrots aren't red. I imagine if you put enough of them together and then put some red food dye in there, they sure would be. 
<laughs> I didn't know where you were going to get there. Like, I didn't know how you were going to get there, but that was a way. Yeah. So in 1879, Henry Ford left home to work as an apprentice machinist in Detroit. Um, in 1882, he returned to Dearborn to work on the family farm, where he became adept at working at Westinghouse Portable Steam Engines. Um he was then hired by Westinghouse to service their steam engines because he got used to working on, on a farm. This is back in the good old boy days where you could walk in and be like, I know how to fix that. Can I have a job? And they'll be like, fix this one. And they'd be like, it ain't got no gas in it. And they go, yeah, all right, you got a job. I ain't got no gas in it. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's uh, a bill about Thornton. Just go ahead. It's from a movie. I've never seen that. It's a really movie. popular movie. What movie is it? Oh... I like the way you talk. I can't remember. Forrest Gump. No. Because that's the way you were talking. Yeah, I know. That's how little kids sounded. Hold on. I definitely didn't just pause it and look it up and find out the name of the movie is Sling Blade, but it's really good. I've never heard of that. What? What year did it come out? Before you did. Well, then there you go. Excuse me. What about music, you turd? (laughs) You listen to his old stuff. (laughs) I'm surprised you weren't in the movie with your little old bone self. (laughs) Well, in my defense, I don't really love movies. That's fair. My attention span doesn't really go past jive with movies. I gotcha. Unless it's just a good one. <laughs> Ford stated two significant events occurred in 1875 when he was 12. First, he received the watch and he witnessed the operation of Nichols and Shepard's road engine. Uh, it's, he says the first vehicle other than a horse drawn that I had ever seen. Uh, in his farm workshop, he built a steam wagon or tractor uh, and a steam car, but thought steam was not suitable for light vehicles as the boiler was dangerous because they had a tendency to explode and make people unalived. Ford also, he didn't say that part, that last part. You think? That was me. Oh. I know that you guys thought that an industrial magnate would have said words like that, especially with that accent, but no, not him. Yeah. He also said that he did not see the use of experimenting with electricity due to the expense of trolley wires and that no storage battery was in sight of a weight that was practical. He said that wires were crazy and and batteries were too big. Um, So he built a four-cycle engine, which is just a regular gas engine. In 1896, he attended a meeting of Edison executives where he was introduced to, guess who? Elon Musk. Edison executives. None other than Thomas Edison, <laughs> who showed approval for Ford's automotive experimentation. He was encouraged by Are you Edison. Are telling me that Elon Musk isn't infinite in age? No. I was there at the beginning, and he was not. Okay. Unless he was in South Africa. I wasn't there. He probably was. He's from South Africa. South Africa. <laughs> that was um, Australian. I don't care. So how about that? <laughs> Ford designed and built the second vehicle, completing it in 1898, backed by the capital of a Detroit lumber baron by the name of William Murphy. He resigned from the Edison Company and founded the Detroit Automotive Company on August 5th, 1899. But the automotives, automotives, automobiles produced were a low quality and higher price than Ford wanted. So That's the company was nowadays. not successful and they dissolved January of 19. That was 121 years ago. With the help of C. Harold Wills, Ford designed, built, and successfully raced a 26-horsepower automobile in October 1901. Just to kind of frame that, my truck has 420 horse. What was that one? 26. What? Yeah. How much do you think mine is? Yours? Yeah. 
75? Interesting. I don't know. We'll look it up in a little bit. No, it's probably like 100. With this success, uh, Murphy and other stockholders in the Detroit Automotive Company formed the Henry Ford Company on November 30th, 1901, with Ford as the chief engineer. But in 1902, just one year later, Murphy brought in Henry Leland as a consultant. Ford, in response, left the company, <laughs> the company that was named after him. Uh, How do you wh- leave your own company? Why wouldn't he just sell it? He couldn't sell it because it wasn't his company. It was just named after him. Oh. Yeah. With Ford gone, Leland renamed the company the Cadillac Automobile Company. Mm. Oh, Caddyshack. That's right. June 16th, 1903, Ford and the Colbaron started the Ford Motor Company. The Model T debuted in October of 1908 and had the steering wheel on the left, which every other company quickly copied. The car was very simple to drive and easy and cheap to repair. It was so cheap that it was only $825 in 1908. Mm. Putting that in modern perspective, it's less than twenty five grand. I mean, still good. Yeah. For a new car. Oh, yeah. Less than twenty five for a brand new car. Yeah. That's, With, in, that's not heard of, especially today. Right. With the price falling every year, um, by the 1920s, a majority of American drivers had learned to drive on the Model T. Sales passed $250 million by 1914. By 1916, half of all cars in the U.S. were Model Ts. All new cars were black. As Ford wrote in his autobiography, any customer can have a car painted any color that he wants, so long as it is black. <laughs> Sounds like a, me in middle school. <laughs> Going through that dark makeup face. Oh, my goodness. Okay. I, Who wears a choker? Who wants a choker tattooed on? Sarah does. Not me anymore. 14-year-old Sarah. Yeah. Okay, so I was watching Gilmore Girls today, and... The mom was talking to the guy that owns the diner, and he was, like, talking about how he's not very flexible. And she was making fun of him for not going with the flow. And he was like, you're the least go-with-the-flow person I've ever seen. And she goes, I'm flexible as long as everything is exactly how I've planned it. I'm flexible. And I was like, oh, me. What, Sarah? What? (laughs) Exactly. I can be flexible as long as it's going exactly how I planned it. (laughs) Joe? What? Joe? What? (laughs) <laughs> and it's nine, not like I have a whole notebook full of plans Definitely not No, it's definitely not constantly on my person Not like you've done it so much that you had to replace the notebook And for so long that there's several notebooks worth Not, definitely not the case That's never happened, for <laughs> sure So in 1913, Ford introduced the moving assembly line Speeding up production by an alarming rate He was able to reduce the time it took to make a car From more than 12 hours to 1 hour 33 minutes start to finish I think I said that about 10 minutes ago Henry Ford turned the presidency of Ford Motor Company over to his son, Edsel Ford. That's a stupid name. (laughs) (laughs) He did this in December of 1918. Henry retained financial decision authority and sometimes reversed the decisions of his son. Ford started, which is kind of a jerk move. Ford started another company called Henry Ford and Son and made a show of taking himself and his best employees to the new company. The goal was to scare the remaining holdout stockholders of the Ford Motor Company to sell their stakes to him before they lost most of their value. I almost ran out of air just then. Did you hear it? (laughs) 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 He was determined to have full control over strategic decisions. The ruse worked, and Ford and Edsel purchased all remaining stock from the other investors, thus giving the family sole ownership of the company. Not until 1956 would Ford be a publicly traded company. Henry Ford is also the man who suggested shortening the work week to five eight-hour days rather than six eight to ten-hour days. Do you know why he did that? Why? 
because he made it so that things could be produced faster. There was no no need for people to work so much, and he thought that people deserved to have time with their families. That's true, they do. Unless they were a Jew, because for some reason he was massively anti-Semitic. <laughs> I really can't find a reason behind it. Like, I read through a, a Do you think it's just sources. how he grew up? I, I don't know. His parents were immigrants. From where? Uh, like Poland and England and Perhaps stuff. that's why. Probably. Yikes. I don't know. Maybe that's the reason. Anyways, <laughs> I can't help it if his parents were immigrants. I don't know how he was raised, but he was anti-Semitic, which, you know, to each their own, but that's kind of a douchey way to be. So, in conclusion, Henry Ford changed the world because everything you use now is done using his techniques for the assembly line. You know that I Love Lucy episode where they're in the chocolate factory? You didn't watch I Love Lucy? No, I didn't. I hated that show. Are you kidding me? No. Why? Lucy drove me insane. Could not watch it because she made me angry. What? She's insane. She's chaotic and she's nothing but problems. I love her. I'm so sorry. Jess does too. But Lucy is nothing but problems. I love her. Every minute of her life was a problem. Yes, and it was fantastic. And it was always her fault and it was always his problem. And he always fixed it because he loved her. So? Very nice. I didn't like watching it. Anyway, so (laughs) there was this one episode where they worked in a chocolate factory. Yeah. And it was like a... It was going down the conveyor belt, and it was going too fast for her. So she was, and then she got scared because the lady was like, "Hey, get this going! I'll you be." You know back. what? I actually do know what episode and then you're talking about. She started shoving them in her mouth and in her shirt and in her hat, <laughs> and she had like chocolate all over her face, and she looked very stressed, and it was very funny. So we were talking about simpler times. Yeah, similar times. So we're talking about cars and how they're manufactured. Have you any idea how to do any kind of maintenance on your vehicle? I can put gas in my car. I can blow up the tires in my car. I can charge my battery using the portable battery charger that my daddy put in my car. Do you know how to change your battery? No, because you know? it's really hard to get to. Is it really? Yeah. And now I'm going to have to go look at it when we go outside. Okay. Um, you have you... to remove this bar completely yeah, to get it out. It's usually only two two nuts. I know, but I'm a, I'm a, I'm just a little girl. I'm just a baby. <laughs> I'm just a baby. <laughs> I'm just a baby. Do you know how to change your oil? I'm no. I really? know how to put oil in it. But you don't know how to change it. I mean, I'm sure I could figure it out. It's you not just have to well. unscrew it on the bottom, but I would rather not because I don't want my hands to be gross. I got you. But my car does leak oil sometimes because it's old and I know how to put oil back in it. So I had a grown man today. I know enough. <laughs> a dad called me to go, Can you come over and help me change my battery? I was like, Okay. He's a very, very, very young dad. Um, and he just needed some help. And I know for a fact this particular gentleman grew up without a dad influence, which sucks. But then I showed up wearing my jeans and my polo-looking shirt. Your proper father fit. And and my floppy top hat. What's it called? The one I was a wearing? A bucket hat. I was wearing a bucket hat. And I got out and I said, hey there, buddy. Just being silly at his at the apartments where he lived. And he, he didn't even look slightly bothered by it. He's like, hey, man. And he gave me a hug. So I stopped my bit because he was being so sweet. Uh, Never stopped the bit. Well, sometimes people don't deserve to have the bit run on them, you know? You've never once shown me that courtesy. I've shown I don't know. You probably have. <laughs> so I get out and I'm like, this is how you change it. And I made him do it. And I showed him all the little individual steps and we got it done. And then I said, start the car. And he started the car. I said, turn the car off. He said, why? I said, it doesn't sound right. Pop the hood again. So he pops the hood and I'm like, your battery's fine. He said, how do you know? I said, because I think it might be your alternator. 
because your old battery sparked when you were moving stuff. He's like, oh, okay. So I looked over, and I'm like, let me find the alternator. I'll go over on the side, and the belt is shot off. The belt is still there. It just came off. The serpentine belt is what turns all serpentine, the... Serpentine, serpentine. Serpentine pattern. <laughs> so... I also know how to put the windshield wiper fluid in my car. <laughs> Good deal. <laughs> and the... um And the... The, the, you know, when you start your car and then it gets warm and then the little thing goes up and then it kind of like evens out. Coolant? Yeah, I can do that too. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I'm like, you got to fix this belt and then you need to return this battery. How much did you pay for it? It's like $120. That's so, how much I paid for mine. Well, batteries, that's a cheap battery now. That's just what they are I now. I know. That was the cheapest one. The one for my truck is almost two hundred dollars. That's disgusting. I looked because I was like, "How much is this stupid truck going to cost me?" He when and I, I need have very similar cars. Except for you take care of yours. It is what it is. It's it's not that he's not willing. He just doesn't know what maintenance is necessary. He and I had to talk about it today. Anyways, I don't know. I just get my oil changed, whatever. Yeah, and then when your car starts doing something, you take it to the shop and you're like, "Hey, find out what's wrong and fix it." Well, my first mode of action is. Hey, Daddy, my car is doing this. And then he's like... Take it to the shop. He's either like, oh, it's such and such, or go ask Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. It's, it's been go ask Joe a few times. Me stopping yeah. by your house while you're having a really rough morning with a multimeter in my hand checking <laughs> things out. That was because my father was 30 minutes away. And I... Oh, I did stop at your work one time. Because what happened to my car? All your lights were turning on. Yeah. No, they turned off. That's I couldn't the, see anything. That's right. Everything turned I off. I didn't know how fast I was going. There was no lights. And I was like, I'm pretty sure it's a fuse. Yeah. I can't fix this. Well, it ended up being, it ended up being like the computer, didn't it? I don't know. I don't remember. I don't know. It was a we big took one. it to that um, place in Temple because oh, my okay. dad went to school with those people. In case you're not aware, just about every episode is an intimate insight into how our brains work and how our friendship has evolved since the first episode 95 hours ago. Uh, as far as you guys are listening to it, it was 95 hours ago. It probably hasn't been near that many. It's probably more like 50. Well, the thing is, let's just be honest here. I remember you guys moving here, and then now it's today. So I don't really know about the in-between bits. You yeah. had a kid a couple times in there. <laughs> <laughs> had a kid a couple times in there. That, that's... You got married once. Just the ones. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> those those things happen. Yeah. And now suddenly we're in my basement recording decent quality audio <laughs> on a computer that someone gave me because Gavin's the best man in the world. Uh, <laughs> Apparently it's hype up Gavin night. I feel the way I feel. <laughs> I think everybody deserves to be hyped up sometimes. You don't like me giving you compliments because they make you itchy. And then Brianna. They do make me itchy. I know. And then Brianna. She lets me give her compliments, but she's so appreciative of them. I give her like one and she's like, thank you. <laughs> she's so, so sweet. Cute. And then Gavin's like, thanks, man. Yeah. Because Gavin's like me and has a hard time believing compliments about himself. I can accept one, maybe. And that's it. That's it. You're done. Could you accept several if there were like ridiculous little insults between them? Well, like Logic a, it, calls them insult sandwiches, which I like. <laughs> <laughs> so what insult nice thing then insult yeah 
Like, it humbles me. Like, what do I do? Go, you got weird toes. You're a really fun person to hang around with, and your ears are different shapes. Yeah, that's exactly okay. right. <laughs> <laughs> First off, I can't see your feet because you're wearing socks. Uh, secondly, I can't see your ears because they're covered in <laughs> headphones, and I've never, like, let's look at Sarah's ears. I have, I have no idea what your ears look I like. I have very small ears. <laughs> I don't study you. Also, you have looked at my ears because I got new earrings, and I was like, look at my ears. Yeah, but I didn't, like, look at your ears, ears. Like, I didn't go, let me look do at the ear me. Sure. It's very little. I guess, I mean, it looks proportional to your head. Oh. I don't know. I don't really study your features. <laughs> it's what it is. Whatever you got, you got. Just Whatever you don't, you I'm don't. just an orb. Well, I've kind of. When Joe thinks about me, it's just a, what color am I? You're purple. I'm a, just a purple orb. <gasps> orb! I had a lady call me today. I just wrote her a homeowner's policy like last month. Was her name Purple Orb? No, her name's Sharon. <laughs> and I knew she was going to be a headache because we had her for years before and we, we had a party when she left. She's that bad. Um, oh. She called me today. She's like, Jojo. I said, what is it, Miss Sharon? I'm not going to say her last name. And uh, she's like, lightning got to my house last night. I'm like, it did. What did it break? She said, my TVs. I can't get the Roku to work. I'm like, okay. She said, so I had my son come out. He's an electrician. I went and bought two new TVs because my TVs are dead. She said, and I saw it happen. I said, what do you mean you saw it happen? She said, I was standing there looking at the TV and I saw this golden orb of energy float across the living room and kill my TV. <laughs> I said, excuse me? <laughs> She's like, it floated right across the living room and it was fast, Joe. It was fast. And it hit my TV. Just How a big ball of energy. She is a sober person. She does not drink. She's just crazy. Yeah, she's had a hard time keeping her brain functional. Perfect. I mean, she's she's had some like health issues, and so is her husband, and they're they're doing their best. But he's so frustrated by her. They're doing their best. She won't let him talk. What do you mean? Like he came in and he's he's a human being. He can do what he wants. You know, ever since I got the cancer, she's like Fred. Nobody wants to hear about your cancer again. (gasps) And I went Sharon. I bet she's sad. She's just mean. I bet she's sad that he's sick. He's not sick anymore. His cancer is gone. Oh, well, maybe she's just mean. She's ornery. That's I all I try it is. to make people good. I have, <laughs> with her, I tried for about four years. Four years is a long time to it put that effort in. It is a long in. time. Uh, but when they continue, you should trust when people show you who they are. Words don't mean a whole lot. Uh, actions mean everything. And if someone shows you who they are, you should trust them. Well, I try to, like, give them their minute. Sometimes situations change you. That's I, true. I, let you, I like to give you a moment. Everybody goes through rough patches. The it, most, like, the main times I'm meeting new people is at work, and a lot of people are anxious when they come to the dentist. Yeah, but your job is, yeah. Your so job is not more people different. are excited to come see you. So a lot of times people will be mean or, like, angry and they're the really just mind. stressed or anxious. So yeah. I try to like remain neutral. Grounded. In my feelings towards individuals that I meet there. I form opinions over a long period of time when it comes to customers. Because I understand that people don't come to the insurance man when they're having a good day. That's no, Nobody wants true. to pay me and half the people that do think we're scam artists. Because they're like, what am I even paying insurance for? I'm like, man, because the state made you. I'm just here to make it easier. What do you need? had a lady come in today and nothing's a bigger scam than paying for your tag i hate that you're not wrong I hate you know that. what else is a scam paying taxes when you're not 18 yep you know what else is a scam what income taxes, taxes in Period. general yeah and here's why 
because I'm going to get my money from my boss. It's taxed. Yeah. By the Fed. And then you pay by taxes the government. at the end of the month. Or at the end of the year. Yeah. You double tax pay because of how your insurance, how your well, I don't. I, thing I, is, no, I, I but just. But you do though. I don't. But you do. I really don't because my my income is not taxed as soon as it gets to me. I get my full check and then I pay some every month. Mm-mm. And then at the end of the year, I file my taxes and if I owe anything extra, I pay that. So no, but you still do it twice, is what I'm saying. It, you do it every month, and then you have to do it again. Mm-mm. But you do because you pay it every month, and you might as well have just waited to the end of the year. That's how I feel, and you can't tell me I'm wrong. I guess. Anyways, so it's you not get, wrong, technically. Okay. Theoretically. So you get your money; it's already taxed. Because if you have to pay two times, you're paying two times. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Okay, then. So Don't I make get those my money, size and my me. money has to be taxed right out of the gate. So then I go to buy gas for my vehicle. On which I have to pay taxes. Even if it's paid off, I still have to pay taxes. And when I buy this gas, I pay taxes. And then when I walk in the store to get anything, I pay taxes on those goods. Well, so I've been taxed, what, three times in 10 minutes now? I get my paycheck, go to the gas pump, go to the store and buy a sandwich. I've just been taxed three or four times. And that's Social Security. Don't get me started on that because... I don't think anybody should be paying into that anymore because realistically, if the government had kept their hands out of it, a lot of our older citizens would have money they desperately need in their pockets, but the government decided it was theirs even though they weren't allowed to touch it. And now when you and I get old, we won't have it. That's true. Look, I just realized in 35 years, I'm going to need it. I'll only be in my 50s. You'll be 55. Yeah. I'll be 65. Like an old person. I'm still going to be younger than you. (laughs) <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you listening. I've been Sarah. I've been Joe. We We've didn't been do this gr- at the beginning. Did we not? No. Hey, this is the beginning. I'm Sarah. I'm Joe. And this is Brain Dead. Welcome to Brain Dead. Insert music clip All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to another episode of Brain Dead with Sarah and Joe. I've been Sarah. I've been Joe. We've been Brain Dead. We thank you. We love you. We expect you to email us, braindeadpc21 at gmail.com. Follow us on TikTok and Facebook. And for all intents and purposes, we are done. Bye. Bye.